Okay, so I'm over here watching the Surviving R. Kelly documentary or whatever, and I'm into the first episode. I'm so fucking confused, dog, and I'm going to say this, like, we're at, like, the last five minutes or so, and this girl's like, oh, I met R. Kelly in the mall. Like, does nobody have a fucking radar Did nobody's parents teach them about stranger danger? And I know we're not supposed to, like, blame the victim. I completely understand that. Like, I myself have been a victim of sexual assault. But the fucking red flags went off. Like, they were like, ding, ding, bring, bring, ding, ding, bring, bring. By then, it was kind of too late. Okay, cool. But, like, you guys got a whole city where this shit's going on. And nobody says nothing. What happened to the Underground Railroad of Information? I'm just... I'm so baffled at this. Like, I'm just, ugh. I was already, I guess, biased to it. And not saying, like, he's innocent or anything, but just what the fuck, man? Like, where your parents? Where your friends? Like, me and my sister never went anywhere alone. Like, we wasn't going for none of that. And we already, we were already prepared to kick ass in the worst comes worst situation. And y'all just walked into it because it's R. Kelly. He's not even that good looking. Like, yeah, his voice is majestic, but he looks like a baby chimp to me. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to follow up on episode two of Surviving R. Kelly, right? I'm five minutes, 57 seconds in. And the girl is that is like, sex with him wasn't normal. We're gay. She's like, he was my first sexual encounter. Okay, cool, bet. But it's not how I imagined it. Okay, but I also kept going back for sex. Why, Sway? Like, why? I just... I know if I have sex with a guy. Like, consenting sex. Like, I called him over. I was like, drop them draws. We gonna do this. Whatever. Like, if it's trash for me or if I don't like it or the vibe's not there, I'm not gonna come back. I'm not gonna call him back. I'm not gonna be like, oh, yeah, let's... No, you get a, it's not a three strikes you're out type of thing with me. Like you get one chance, you blow it. That's it, bro. I got a, um, an old manager who says you got to give a guy at least two times if you're having like consenting sex with him to let him show you what he's really got. Like his, his a got his a game has to be up. Right. So if you get like C dick the first time, maybe you'll get B or a dick the next time. Okay, cool. But whatever. So maybe twice. If I really like you, if I feel like you were putting some effort in, then okay, I might let you double back. But it's, you kept going back? You didn't record one single, one track? Talking about some, he said he had people following me. Why didn't you go home? Why didn't you call your parents? Why didn't you call your big brothers or the police? Like, I'm really trying to understand this, y'all. And mind you, I'm only six minutes into this. Okay. So we are 20, almost 25 minutes in, right, of episode two. And, oh, all I got to say, y'all, is I am so grateful I am the way that I am. Like, listening to this is very sad to hear because I know so many women who, like, go through this, who go through these weird, complicated relationships with men, stroking their ego all the time. And I am pro-boy fuck you. And when I say that, I mean that from, like, the bottom of my heart. Like, I don't have the energy for this. Like, 
I was listening to one of the psychologists and he said the way that they get you is they slowly start uh, putting feelers out to see like um, what you're willing to do. So like calling them daddy. Okay, cool. Bet. And then it's, oh, wear this around me. Okay. And then it's, oh, well, you can't do this and you can't do that, but do this and do that and do this and do that. And I just have to say, I am so, so, so grateful for being able to stand on my own two feet in situations for being able to be like, no, not going to do that. Like the whole daddy during sex thing or in a relationship with me, like it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work at all. Daddy, why? What's your name? Your name Charles. Why would I why would I be calling you daddy? First of all, I know my dad. He is a deadbeat. You don't want me even thinking about a father figure when referring to you. And I'm just like it's heartbreaking. It's really, really heartbreaking to know that people just go through this. Like I Googled how long him and Andrea were married, how long R. Kelly and Andrea were married. And they were married, um, let's say from ninety six to like 2009 like bro that's such a long time to go through this to be locked up and confined and isolated and for what for what it's a no for me it's a no stay tuned i'll be back when i finish bruh 38 minutes in and i am fucking blue with this shit like i get it as young teenage girls we are impressionable we are naive but where's your fucking common sense like where is it i stand on that because how are y'all just this fucking oblivious this girl's like oh um well my mom was calling but sometimes i couldn't get through what why put my mom on the phone that's that's strike one for me Two, talking about something he talking about. Look straight ahead. When people speak to you, you don't say nothing. Or they not supposed to speak to her. Nigga, why? Like, why? 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 That's, that's fucking weird. Okay. Then talking about some. That's, that's, that's two. So three, she's like, oh, yeah. he's The first time he had me do a threesome with a girl, he said it was his first time. And you believed him? You're 17. He's 31. You believe them? Talking about if you love me, you won't try and change me. I'm not going to try and change you. I'm going to pimp off. What what the city girls say? Take his money and dip off? Like, what? I'm blue, y'all. Like, I'm blue. I'm trying so hard not to be biased to this, but what the fuck? Like, where is the common sense? So, I'm going to give y'all a little background information. When I was 15, I met my high school sweetheart. I was a sophomore and he was a getting ready to graduate high school. So a senior. Okay, cool. I'm 15. He's 18. In Minnesota, you cannot have sex until you're 16. You can't have consenting sex with someone 18 and over until you are 16. I waited. Y'all, this man dated me a whole year and some change. Mind you, when I met him, I had just turned 15 like a week before or a couple days before. So he waited a whole year and a half. A year and a half. Like, I didn't just wait till I was 16. I waited till I was good and goddamn ready at 16 to be about that and don't don't think he didn't ask so be if you let me you boy i don't give a fuck about none of that look i don't want no baby 
at 15. My mama had two kids at 15. I wasn't trying to go for that. And I have a really interesting dynamic with my mother, but she always told us like, if and when you think you're ready, let me know. I'm going to get y'all on birth control. Y'all think I didn't go to my mama when my little hot ass was like, all right, let's do this. Like, uh, and y'all just, y'all just was so oblivious. Mind you, this is 16 and like, they from Chicago. They from the gutter. They, they, they're supposed to be this hood mentality you have growing up in that type of environment. And they had none, none. Like make this make sense to me. I'll come back when I'm done, y'all. I'll come back. They about to tell the scene where he pissed on this little girl. I know it. I didn't want to do it. And uh, he got upset. And he was like, um, what am I going to do with this? He's like, I can't watch this with you on this line. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. He was upset. I couldn't watch it because I was crying. I'm childish. I shouldn't laugh, but it makes sense. It makes viable sense. Nobody wants to watch a fucking porno or a home video with somebody crying in the background. But that's besides the point. I'm going to turn it down so y'all can hear what I'm here. Okay. Okay. And you was the girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, wow. That wasn't the only place that we had sex with the young girl. We did also in one of his trailers for one of his video shoots. Oh, y'all nasty. And the other time was in the Colorado room, which is the living room in the basement. He did take us there as well. Mm. Freaky deaky. Um, okay, so that's not the scene I was expecting it to be. There's some, like, four more minutes left. But I'm just, <sighs> look, I'm baffled. You don't know how many times I've been offered fucking threesomes. I'm 25 years old. I find women attractive, not attractive enough to put their coochie on my mouth. Like, it's a no for me. Anytime a threesome is offered, I'm immediately like, me and your friend? To a guy, and they're like, "Uh, no, that's gay." Okay, so for a heterosexual woman who's only interested in men, wouldn't it be gay for me to be licking somebody else's coochie, or vice versa? Yeah, but it's different. I don't care. I'm not telling you I want to see you giving him head. I'm saying, look, if we're gonna have a threesome, it's gonna be about me, honey. It's not gonna be about you. I don't care about you. Like, we're here for a good time, not a long time, and I guess that's why. And the the fucking nine years I've been sexually active, I've never had one because I have yet to meet a guy that's like, all right. But that's besides the point. I'm a tad bit off topic. I'm just, y'all, I'm blue. I'm blue through the roof. And I cannot wait to continue watching this. And I'm learning a whole lot more stuff so I can forewarn other people about this stuff because I peep the signs. But how other people know people, I don't know. But I hope y'all fuck with this first episode. If y'all don't, let me know. I'm I'm trying something new here. It's a new outlet for me to go into the new year. So thank you for Talk Back with Tay. Y'all have a great night. Okay, so let's just clarify something. 
the fucking tour manager, the security guard, the guy from the record label, his brothers, all these people knew he was fucking kids. Nobody said nothing. Like, that that in itself is an issue in the black community because oftentimes, like, we have family members that are predators. We have uncles and aunties and cousins who are rapists and child molesters and sexual abusers, and it always gets swept under the rug. So in a sense, with this being R. Kelly and him being the breadwinner for all of these families, I understand that. But can we talk about how this is such a huge dynamic in the black community and why this is okay like why nobody is calling it out and addressing the situation because because what i'm trying to understand is like sexual abuse is like a repetitive cycle typically those who are abusers were once abused so if you know you've been abused and you know how it made you feel and then you go and make someone else feel like that knowing that the odds are very likely that they are going to do the same thing like the cycle just doesn't end how do we fix that how do we mend this this broken chain so that people are getting therapy people are going to jail people are holding each other accountable like that's a that's always a an issue i have um like amongst my peers motherfuckers do not hold themselves accountable let alone their family members their friends their uncles their aunties everything is always so swept under the rug like this is why i don't deal with so many people because it's disgusting like um it's it's called talk back with tay so we're gonna we'll give you a little bit of insight so when i was um seven from seven to 13 i was molested by my dad's uncle now it was never intercourse but you know molestation touching me groping me kissing on me shit like that right and so I didn't tell my mom because my mom is cuckoo for cocoa puffs and my dad was already like um in and out of our lives at this point like by time I was like I want to say 10 um he just kind of was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. But around 11, I told him what was going on. And I said, daddy's touching me. And he was like, who? And I told him who. And he was like, you're always making up fucking stories. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. He he just completely like backhanded what I was saying and told me to stay in a fucking child's place. And that I shouldn't be making up lies about people because it could ruin someone's life. Okay, let's not talk about how it ruined my fucking life. How it completely changed my outlook on men, right? And, like, let's just say my dad completely destroyed the amount of trust that I have for men at a very young fucking age. But I'm working on rebuilding that. Not just for him, but for myself. That's besides the point. So, let's say, flash forward, um, I am 13. We're no longer around that family member anymore. We don't have any ties with them. Um, I don't tell my mom about the situation until I'm 16 going on 17. Because like I said, she's crazy. And I already have an absent father. I don't want to lose my mom and end up in the foster care. Like when I tell y'all it's beyond my 
my my years very early on like I was always like planning ahead very strategic thinking because I don't want us to end up in the system okay cool so um flash forward to I'm 14 we're no longer dealing with this family member or that side of the family or my dad for that much either and there's a whole fucking trial going on for the the uncle's wife's daughter so he's not just molesting me he's also molesting his stepdaughter right and she was like disabled in a way i think i don't know she walked real fucking weird sometimes um so she ends up calling the police after she sees him smacking her mom around or at least this is the story i was told and just telling all the business or whatever they have a whole trial of course he's found not guilty because there's no actual evidence for molestation and she's an adult so yeah i believe she was disabled or handicapped or something like that um so when that comes out i i don't even think my dad apologized to me y'all i don't think he ever said i'm sorry i don't think he ever like acknowledged the fact that i had told him this at least two and a half years prior that it was happening to me right and the reason we were around those family members so much is because like i said my dad was absent he just was in and out doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do and my mom worked all the time like 16 to 18 hour shifts all the time she had three kids to take care of a full household all of that she was hustling and bustling so i don't i don't blame my mom for her sending us with family thinking that we were safe and in all honesty we were not they were just sexually exploiting us and making us do fucking newspaper routes but um that's another story for another day but i just i just wanted to give y'all a little like history on it like it's it's all too often that it's swept under the fucking rug that nobody holds anybody accountable now mind you this man is still out living his best fucking life like he's just free roaming the streets doing as he pleases fucking with women his age now or at least girls that aren't minors and it's just baffling to me like how we know what it feels like to be damaged like our ancestors know what it feels like to to like for their wives to watch their husbands be like broken and beaten and raped and all of that and our children to be so and for these newer generations to come up knowing the history that we have and to still not like prosecute like i'm a firm believer that we have to deal with people within our own community because the justice system always doesn't always deal with it we are either not punished at all or overly punished for like the dumbest shit you should not be doing 10 years for a dime bag but mind you it's fucking people out here raping and murdering people getting fucking three-year sentences and slaps on the wrist okay cool but like something has got to give what do we need to do like this generation right now us that are becoming parents and aunties and uncles how do we how do we heal ourselves so that our children don't have to go through this how do we heal it so that our younger siblings don't have to go through this or so that we ourselves are not suffering from this trauma like it took a long time for me to like forgive myself and for for i wouldn't i don't want to say like being naive but yeah being naive not necessarily knowing better and not speaking up 
sooner because I watched a lot a lot of fucking law and order as soon as it happened I knew what the fuck was going on and I never said anything because I'm like okay maybe it's just this one time so like but that's also me being seven or eight (laughs) so hear me when I say this I still feel like these girls could have used common sense with this R. Kelly shit being fucking 15 16 17 years old because at seven I knew it was wrong and from seven to 13 that's a six year fucking span of someone sexually assaulting me taking my innocence allowing me to not trust men and not physically wanting to be around them like I truly am repulsed by men from that experience alone it takes a lot for me to want to let you touch on me now but like what what do we do what is the next step because I know I needed therapy and I did a lot of journaling and I forgave a lot of motherfuckers so that I could be better today so I could be able to have these conversations and not cry about it and want to stab myself in the fucking face with a pair of scissors Jesus that was so extreme but like any comments concerns and don't feel bad for me i am working through these things do not cry for me i am a survivor in a in an instant and in in a in a way like i don't like to play the victim role but you know whatever so yeah let's just ponder on that for a moment shall we Okay, so we're going to talk about Craig Williams, this music producer. Now, this dude was around from the very get-go, from I Believe I Could Fly, from before that, when he was, my man's was up when R. Kelly was still in high school. Now, he then came on this show numerous times talking about some, well, I seen underage girls, but I didn't identify ID them. Why not, Craig? You got one job. Like, look. I'm a firm believer that protecting yourself protects everybody else. So now if you ain't no rapist and you don't like little girls, why are you allowing somebody to do this? Like, don't you have daughters? Don't you have nieces, little sisters? Or don't you, aren't you just a human being who cares for other human beings? Like, these checks R. Kelly was signing for these people had to be stupid. And he can't read, so they have to be stupid large. All the extra zeros. For y'all to sit here for years in years and allow this to happen like i just i can't get jiggy with this shit man i can't because like i don't understand like his wife like you can't read that well so how you doing all of this clearly you don't have to read to have sex let me just make that very clear it's motherfuckers out here who can't write their name but they are out here piping bitches down they having babies with these girls so like let's let's just take that out take out the fact that he can't read he can't write cool or at least that's the alleged story behind him but all of these people let this happen like why everybody should be charged everybody anybody that was involved everybody should be charged like y'all all going to jail I'm going to also follow up with this dude, Demetrius Smith, former tour manager and personal assistant. So, like, you you ain't got no kids. You ain't got no sisters, no cousins, no aunties, nothing. Like, this is what this is what he paid us to do. So, if he told you to go snort crack, you going to do that too. He told you to jump off a bridge, you do that too. Like, 
this is this is where common sense comes into play like this is where morality comes into play this is where just being a decent human being comes into play the whole like see something say something like what the fuck y'all was out here being the three monkey emojis i don't see any evil i don't speak any evil i don't hear any evil but you just let it be done like make this make sense the girl, what's her name, Lisa, talking about some. They said, oh, did you ever meet his wife? Well, um, sometimes we'd be checking into the hotel, and I'd be with the manager, and she'd be with the publicist. And you never say, Andrea, check your husband, dog. Like, he out here wilding. Like, I just, I need y'all to make this make sense for me because I'm not getting it's not it's not clicking Steven like it's not giving what it's supposed to give at this point like and I want to understand I want to get it I want to say I know why you're doing this but I can't like I just I can't get my fingers wrapped around it and you can't explain this to me like I get the psych- the psychological part of it. I get like you 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 caught up in the hype it's R. Kelly. But at a point in time when people are smacking you up, pissing on you, degrading you, mistreating you, neglecting you, isolating you, when do you stand the fuck up and say, like, hey, enough is enough, my nigga? Like all of these bitches he had, they didn't jump him? Like, nah. Nah. This is a no for me, but we shall see. I'll give y'all my conclusion in about 12 minutes. To make music and entertain fans means more than what he did in his private life with these little girls. Mm, okay. I told y'all I was going to wait to the end, but I'm not. But a good job at sort of spreading himself around musically. So he's got these hypersexual songs like mm-hmm. Bump and Grind. And then he's got the inspirational songs, like I Believe I Can Fly. And, I mean, you know, how can the guy who made I Believe I Can Fly, which is played on Sunday morning... So he gonna say how they, uh, they, the, he said I Believe I Can Fly, but he was out here raping little girls. Just the same way how they said Michael Jackson was out here, he he. And touching little boys. It's the same thing. Like, if the shoe fits, the shoe fits. Like, ugh. You guys idolize these celebrities so much. And that is such a huge part of our, like, downfall to our culture. Like, y'all be like, oh my god, he a goat. How? What does he do for you? What, What does he do for you? Does, like... Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a Beyonce fan. She cool. But the way these people be like, oh, my God, Beyonce. What does Beyonce do for you? Does she pay your bills? Do you own stock in her albums? Like, what does she do for you that you are idolizing her this hard? That you're going to go spend half your rent money on a ticket to see her bump and grind and shake ass and sing and sweat on the stage? Like, don't get me wrong. She's a damn good performer. But what does she do for you? I don't idolize nobody. Like, yes, I like what you do. I enjoy your music. I respect your craft, but I do not idolize anybody. Do you know why? Because at the end of the day, we are all humans. Like, we are all 
humans. And until somebody giving me a, a, a money order saying, here's to your rent, thank you for supporting, I can't support that hard. You know how many albums that didn't dropped in the last year that I'd be like, oh, I got to listen to that. But you also know what I got to do? I got to go to work because listening to these new albums ain't paying my bills. They're not putting gas in my car. They're not keeping food in my belly. And people be out here um, like spending their last for these people. And for what? Like for you to have spent all your money on a ticket to a concert and now you can't pay your rent. Now your baby ain't got no infamil. And I'm not saying this is the, the instance for everybody. But it's, it's, it's too common. It's too common. Like, realize we are lower class. We are at the bottom of the food chain. And y'all spending y'all money for rich people to keep getting rich. How is that helping you? Like, that's a bit off topic. But legit, how is that helping you how is it helping anybody besides them do you get a tax write-off for buying a beyonce ticket or usher ticket or cardi b ticket like i've been to one concert it was cool but um look i don't have that i'm not about to be spending all of my ducats to hear somebody yell through an ample speaker like no like the videos be lit but then they put, they half as performing on like, nah, nah, give me that same energy you gave me behind the camera. You ain't going to do that. I don't want no parts. Like, I'm just, <sighs> y'all, I'm really trying to wrap my head around this. I just, let me see what he got to say. In church, in many black churches, how can that guy be wrong? Told y'all. One young exec stated, I don't care if that is him on that tape. Because we can't afford to lose him. What? I was like, wow. That's some serious shit. That's wild. Can't afford to lose him. See? And you don't care. Idolizing human beings. With a young girl. I was like, that shows the type of person you are. Mm. And y'all realize, he said in church, y'all realize the only reason black peoples are Christians is because that's how they used to enslave us, right? They they forced a white God down our throats for us to forgive white people for being white devils to us, throwing us on the bottom of slave ships, stacking us on top of each other and said, oh, forgive me through my white Jesus. Like, what? And you think I give a damn that they play R. Kelly in church? He can go to hell, too. Like, we will ride down that escalator together. Like, I just... <sighs> I can't get jiggy with this at all. Like, y'all gonna keep hearing me say that. I cannot get jiggy with this. How do you idolize somebody so much for nothing? <sighs> the hand of the law from all these forces that are at play to make sure that black people black men in particular don't succeed we have to stand by him we have no to we don't him. but his crimes were against black women and girls right and that was devastating for me because at this point y'all don't care about black women knew, but now we know some more uh-huh you know that this Aaliyah thing was not a moment this wasn't mm -mm. oh my god she was just so mature she was just i was just spellbound there was just something you can't be that mature at 14. 
your brain is not developed that far. Like, so I don't care how how advanced you think you are, how old enough you 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 think you are mentally like you still want to watch fucking Disney Channel when you come home from school. You still want a PB and J. You still want to go girl. You still want to go kick it with your friends at the park. You still want to be a fourteen year old. So it doesn't matter how mature she acted. She still was a fourteen year old. Like oh my god. It's on tape. Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And the tape is being distributed in, in barbershops and on porn sites. And it's everywhere. And people are still not willing to say, I can't do this with you anymore. Look. Same thing I was talking about, about y'all not cutting off y'all creepy ass uncles for touching y'all kids. But that's my uncle. He raised me. He touched you too. Like, oh my God, it's disgusting. It's just real life despicable. Due to explicit discussions of sex involving minors, parental discretion is advised. My oldest brother. Uh huh. And I told him that I just had seen a tape and it showed our niece on it. Mm hmm. You know, I didn't want to bring it to my sister because I don't know how to bring this to her. I couldn't really keep my head in the game at this point. What mattered was. So a quick pause on this. This is Sparkle talking. This is her niece who got pissed on in that video, right? I'm sorry, I said that so bluntly. But the the rumor is is they like excommunicadoed her because she called it out and she said it wasn't okay after he had paid them off. Like, I'm blue. You okay with your daughter getting pee peed on? Look, I I got a small brother. I don't want him peeing when I'm helping him off the toilet on me. Let alone some some grown ass man peeing on me. Like ain't I don't want my own pee on my hand when I wipe. And you think I'm about to just let you just drop your fluids on me? Like oh my gosh. Me protecting my family or or me protecting my niece. You know what I mean? That's all that mattered to me. And then they banished her. The Look. They felt like I was tarnishing the family's name. How? Tarnished the family name? No. Robert tarnished the family's name. Period. By putting our niece, your daughter, out there like that. Mm-hmm. He set out to destroy that family. Hey. That's what I believe in my heart. I believe he tried to divide that family with his poor behavior. Poor behavior? That is a light term. She has been and is like a mother to me. I have always been a little girl and I will always be her little girl. Mm, that's beautiful. And I watched my friend give up her career to save her family. Robert knows what he did. Yep. He's not confused about what he did. Nope. Once I came up publicly, yeah, there was a lot of blowback. People were unbelieving. People thought I was hating. People thought I was jealous. People were still... Wait, so hating... Because she didn't get peed on? I'm confused. Like, how? How you get blowback for trying to protect your family? Because somebody pissing on your niece. Like... <sighs> Stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. Able to dismiss 
Sparkle because they felt like she's just trying to get money. Why? Sparkle is like, you are messing with the money. You are in violation. You are talking at a turn. And now we're going to shut you down. Idolizing human beings. Loaded and unloaded shit that people were saying about me to me. About my family, you know, about my niece, her being a little fast girl. Like, come on, she's 14 years old. At 14, you definitely can be fast. I knew some fast-ass 14-year-olds. Like, I knew sixth graders sucking dick on the playground. So, ooh, I pause. This is not a good look on her face, y'all. Like, she look a little crazy. The eyelashes is up. Them eyes is half open. The, it's, it's bad. That's besides the point. But, yeah, you could definitely be fast. It doesn't mean she wasn't preyed on. It doesn't mean, like, he he didn't manipulate her into the situation. But, Look, like I said, I know some some sixth graders that was out there busting it back. And not for grown-ass men, for, for other sixth-grade boys, seventh-graders, eighth-graders. Like, they, they just was frisky. Like, ugh. The adult was supposed to know not to touch that. True. I just remember being completely blown away. For this to be happening... Not only with a high-profile person that you look up to and admire, but also somebody that you were very close with. And at the time, thought everything was fine. I felt really upset because at the same time, I'm like, well, why wasn't I there for her? How did I not know? How could I have been there for her? Because she was hiding it from you, friend. I could have done. He has no moral clock. And I can only imagine what his wife and his children have endured and did endure. I can only imagine. I know what I've seen. I can only imagine. So why you didn't say something, though? Why are you just now coming out in 2021? How are they dealing with this? You have two children. Well, my wife is totally behind because she knows the truth. And, and Liar. He put me on the bus in the middle of the night. Did not tell me why we're going. What we're going for. Mm. He shipped me off to Florida and I'm just staying in this house. I don't know what's going on. I got security at the door. Nobody's telling me anything. Like, why are we here? Why did we leave Illinois? I'm pregnant. I'm supposed to be going to the doctor at least once a week at this point. I should not be traveling. What is going on? No one would tell me anything. Not him putting her on a bus instead of a plane. You know how long the drive from Chicago to Illinois has got to be? I'm going to Google that. I'm going to come back and tell y'all. But... Like, this is, this is, this is blowing me. Behind the scenes, the allegations had come. It was known this tape was there prior. Mm -hmm. It was obviously buried so that the rest of the world didn't know about it until this tape and those allegations popped up. Inspirational singer or perverted swinger. Y'all know what it is. The middle of the night did not tell me why we're going, what we're going for. He shipped me off to Florida and I'm just staying in this house. I don't know what's going on. I got I'm sorry, this on repeat. It just is the next thing that came out. What's up, Mom? Oh, yeah? What y'all got going on? Oh, yeah! you right, you right. I forgot about that. This, wow, Mom. No, no, no. Can someone explain to me though, like, how you know he out here? From where? What type of wings? This is way off topic, y'all. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. Go look at 
Uh, I, I, what's the other one you like? Asian Z? Yeah. I think Ooh. He talked into my heart. No. Okay, so explain this to me. She was married to this man for how long? And Jesus, I'm stuck to these sheets. Now, how you pregnant with your third child? At this point, I would take a rusty old metal hanger and dig it out of me before I would keep having babies by somebody who was sleeping with babies. Now, what'd you say? The more kids she had, the more alimony and child support she get when he go to jail. Yeah, but he ain't went to jail. He in jail. I mean, he, he in jail now. It was only a matter of time. I guess. Talk about a way of pre-planning. I'd have been like, ugh. They were already like, talking against them. So. Throw me down the stairs. Ah, I fell. I've fallen and I can't get up, but that's, that's <laughs> what DMX say. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> that would have been me. Like they, he, she was talking about. He put me on the bus and took me to Florida. I'd have fell off the bus. Oh no! Like I slipped. I don't know what happened, but I just. I'm I'm trying not to be unbiased here and I, I'm trying to to understand it. I'm trying to empathize with the situation. But stupid is just stupid. <laughs> Look. See? From your lips to God's ears. Nigga. <laughs> One girl talking about some, oh, it took me, what'd she say? She caught mono and it gave her some following infection that paralyzed her and he didn't show up to the hospital, sent her mama a thousand dollar check. That's what told her to stop dealing with him. Not the pregnancy and the miscarriage you had the year before. (laughs) It took that, it took you being paralyzed and almost not living and your friend telling you, you a hooker for him, for you to be like, I don't want to go back. I Look, you only got to hit me one time, Ike. <laughs> one time. Okay, so my bad. She lost the baby. Because that's how stressed she was. Because we have to induce your labor right away. Oh. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. Condolences to your baby if it ain't didn't make it. I don't know yet. Oh. But I was in that much stress. He lived. That's a strong kid. Because here I am by myself in Florida. I don't know anybody. I just have my best friend. Well, then you know somebody. You know what? I'm getting sick of her. Don't care. Like I'm over here fucking life. bitches and getting money. He said he was coming back. But again, I don't know where he is. And I remember after having him, that's when that day happened. Mr. Kelly has been indicted. There's been a warrant issued. God damn. Arrest, and the Chicago Police Department is currently seeking to arrest Mr. Kelly. 
We charge that the acts took place in Kelly's home in Chicago. These indictments hopefully will send a message to 21 counts. predators that taking advantage of minors will not be tolerated and that there are severe penalties. So they say that there are severe penalties, but like... I did a, a research paper last semester and like I think one out of like six assaults is I think that's what you call them. I don't fucking know. Get prosecuted and actually go to jail. One out of. Now my mama so rudely interrupted me as I'm trying to get these last two minutes in. Nice catch, Fred. I remember like a buzzing sound. It almost felt like I couldn't hear. So. And I saw the screen and they showed his name and the police. And I just, I don't even remember a lot after that. She's got a very good actor's cry. Not this nigga smiling as he's getting arrested. Just dirty. So, so, okay. Mm, I don't even remember where I left off. But his wife, I'm just, I'm not impressed with her. Like, they're going to have to give me some real sad information for me not to think that she had a plot in this. Because why would you stay with somebody you know is fucking little kids and you having kids? Like, your children can't be exploited. Like, can can somebody make sense to me? And you keep having babies. Not one, not two. But three. And they talking about some. And then it came up on the screen. And I was just. Girl shut up. Shut up. Because. Because. If it was that serious. You would have shut the sugar shack down. At least in my opinion. Because I would have. And I would have called an attorney. And we're working on getting out. But like. You didn't. You stayed. You kept having sex. You kept having babies. So. Flag on the play, sis. Flag on the fucking play. But that is it. That is all I have for you guys. I will watch more videos probably tomorrow. And give you more of a talk back. Thank you for listening. Stay blessed. Stay beautiful. Have a good night.